are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Right, let's do it, everybody. Another edition of Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network on this Tuesday, April 21st. We are just, oh my goodness, we are just two, count it, two days away from draft night number one. And the start to this NFL draft done virtually, of course, on ESPN and NFL Network. So exciting. Can't wait to get started. A lot to discuss today. We'll bring on Andrew Siciliano from the NFL Network and DirecTV's NFL Red Zone to talk about the Lions and where he thinks they're going to go at number three. And all the rumors and speculation about trading down. Bob Quinn was on ESPN earlier today. We'll tell you what he had to say. It wasn't much. Also, we got to start today. Chris Sims. The uh, NFL analyst on NBC Sports has a podcast out. Uh, let me make sure I get the name of this podcast uh, correct. Uh, my good buddy Plymouth Jim, the legendary uh, Plymouth Jim Mulhern, sent me this today. Chris Sims unbuttoned. On his podcast today, you won't believe where he has Jeffrey Okuda ranked amongst cornerbacks. It's crazy. We'll play you that audio coming up today right here on Locked On Lions. Again, my name is Matt Derry. Welcome in. For those of you that are newcomers to the podcast, Leave us a review on iTunes and Apple, please. Also, subscribe to the podcast. Find me on Twitter at Dairy Speaks, at Locked on Lions, and also on the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page. Today, we are brought to you by our friends at Postmates. You want food delivered, you know, free deliveries to your house from places like Walgreens or 7-Eleven right now with what's going on with COVID-19? Check out the Postmates app. Andrew, in a little bit. First and foremost, Bob Quinn, the former maestro, Lions general manager, was on ESPN's NFL Live this afternoon. A hat tip to the great Ken Brown from WJR for tweeting that out so I could run upstairs and check out what Quinn had to say. Bob Quinn showed the folks at NFL Live uh, his draft room at home, his screens, his computers, his TV, his phone, uh, his draft board, which he turned around so nobody could see it. Uh, and really spend all of his time giving a, uh, uh, you know, a a preview, I guess, a a, a background look at his office, uh, rather than talk about the draft. He says he's talked to some teams about trading down, and he also said that some guy named Steve, his IT guy, has a Winnebago parked in his driveway Thursday, Friday, Saturday that he'll be hanging out in, and in case there's any IT problems, Steve will run in the house. Uh, I'm sure with a mask and gloves on <laughs> with what's going on with, uh, with with this pandemic and try to fix whatever the issues are. Other than that, he'll be in some Winnebago parked in Bob Quinn's driveway. So I don't know where Bob Quinn lives, but if you live in his neighborhood, you'll see this giant Winnebago in his driveway. You know that that is uh, uh, Bob Quinn's house. But as far as, you know, news, you know, Albert Breer at Monday Morning Quarterback says he, he hasn't heard anybody tell him that the Dolphins are going to take to a Tonga Vailoa, which is interesting. With the Lions at number three, will there be a trade-up with Miami? Will there be a trade-up with the Chargers? What about Jeffrey Okuda, first and foremost? And, and before we talk to Andrew, you got to hear this audio from the Chris Sims Unbuttoned podcast. Chris Sims, of course, the former NFL quarterback, college quarterback at Texas, and son of Phil Sims, uh, decided to go through his top five defensive backs today, cornerbacks and safeties. And he discusses going from five down to one, and he gets to number three, and he's on with co-host Paul Burmeister. Listen to this exchange from the Chris Sims Unbuttoned podcast. 
about his third best defensive back, third best cornerback ranked in this draft is. Listen to this. Uh, let's get there. Number three. Who do you see? Jeff, Jeff Okuda is going to be my number three. You know, whoa, whoa. from Ohio I State. Say, I didn't say number one. Yeah, well, yeah, I know. Okay, he's number three. He's number three. You know, he's really I've not good. Heard him, I've not heard him outside of two. And up until about a week ago, it was really surprising to hear someone had, you know, Henderson ahead of him. Um, so at number two, I was ready for. I wasn't ready to hear that you have him at number three. That's a headline. Yes. Well, the guys I have in front of him are clearly more physically gifted than he is. Okay. Akuda. What are other people really, seeing? What well, are other people they're seeing? They're seeing a really well schooled. This is you know this is where you got to be careful. And Akuda's really good. Again, you know this is where and Pete did a little 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 lighter lighters lightus will tell you. I struggled yeah. in ranking. Okay, because yeah. Akuda. Technique-wise, playing the position is really well-schooled and polished. I mean, he really is. Now, he's not the type of corner that they just go, hey, you go guard that guy and man him up all game long. No. They have a lot of different defenses they use. They don't use their corners that way. He gets the ability to play zone coverages a lot of times. He's had a great pass rush there. You know, so I look at it from that standpoint and go, listen, is he the most technically sound you know, does he have good speed? Yes. I'm not blown away by it. Okay. All right. It's his ability to stick his foot in the ground and, you know, get in and out of transition. It's all really good, Paul. It really is. Mm-hmm. It's, there, it, it's hard for me. But, you know, I will question if he's physically as raw, talented as Christian Folden, who I have a spot behind him. That's a little groundbreaking, isn't it? I know it's from last week, but I I wanted to include it on today's show. Chris Sims says Jeffrey Okuda is a top 15 pick, but there's no way he'd take him in the top five and puts the Ohio State cornerback number three on his list of corners in this draft behind Clemson's A.J. Terrell and Florida's C.J. Henderson. Sims went on to say that Henderson's physical mobility jumps off the screen Terrell, quote, Clemson treated him like he's Jalen Ramsey or Darrell Revis, end quote. What? Did I hear that correctly? That, you know, you we've already heard that certain NFL people like Henderson over Okuda, which I think is preposterous. But A.J. Terrell, Bovada in Vegas, I looked this up, has an over-under of pick number 32 and a half. Over-under of 32-and-a-half for where A.J. Terrell is going to get drafted. A very good physical specimen at 6'1", played right away at Clemson as a freshman, very athletic, good football player, and, and a bit of a shutdown corner, to be honest. But, you know, Vegas thinks he's going 30, 32 or 33. You know? So, you know, he had a horrible uh, national championship game. Uh, this is crazy crazy AJ Terrell ahead of Jeffrey Okuda is is wrong but again these are the types of decisions that Bob Quinn has got to ace if Okuda is the guy and they can trade back and still get him and he comes in and becomes a high impact football player fantastic but you got guys like Chris Sims, and Chris knows his stuff, saying that Okuda is the third best cornerback. 
You can't take the third best cornerback third overall. He's got to be hands down the number one cornerback. And even that's up for debate in taking him third overall or fifth or sixth or wherever the Lions are going to be drafting. We'll talk about it. We will talk about it with uh, Andrew Siciliano um, coming up next. I want to get his thoughts on it. He was at the Senior Bowl and all that stuff. All right. If you're like me, you'll probably start thinking about what to eat for dinner while you're eating lunch. All right. Who doesn't love food? All right. That's why I love using Postmates. They'll deliver. All right. But I love me more right now because I can get food delivered without leaving the house. It's a big thing right now. You can still go through the drive throughs I understand with the pandemic and everything else, we're being very careful. All right, but given what's going on in the world right now, they created non-contact delivery. So now when I order from local restaurants, everything gets left right outside my door. They also have Postmates Pickup, which I've been using to order takeout from my favorite spots. Listen up. You guys need to be supporting your neighborhood spots right now, right? Well, I've been ordering local because it's a great way to support my community. And why not use Postmates? Postmates doesn't just, just, just doesn't deliver burgers and sushi. They can deliver from Walgreens, 7-Eleven. Drop it outside my door. All you got to do is download Postmates on iOS or Android. Download the app. Find your favorites and get anything you want delivered within the hour. For all you Locked On Lions listeners, Postmates has given you $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. So to start your free, your free deliveries, no charge, download the app. Use the code LOCKEDONNFL. That's code LOCKEDONNFL for 100 bucks of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Right, joining me right now here on Locked On Lions, Andrew Siciliano, fresh off some breaking news on the NFL Network. Big day with Rob Gronkowski going from the Pats to the Bucks, coming out of retirement. You see Andrew, of course, as well on DirecTV's NFL Red Zone channel. What's up, buddy? How are you, sir? You're looking live at my kitchen where I'm eating a very late lunch and microwaving last night's dinner. I saw uh, rumors about avocados and fish. Uh, can you confirm? Yeah, well, you know what, I, Matt? I totally forgot that I had leftover fish from last night. A lovely uh, piece of white fish that I made with some olives, you know, uh, put it in the oven, some parchment paper, some... Uh, some onions in there, a little bit of dash of white wine. Totally forgot I had leftovers and thought I had no food and just ate an entire frick bleeping avocado. <laughs> and, it's, a, uh, it's a podcast. You then, can swear. And then look. Look, there's a piece of fish. Look, now it's coming out of the oven and I... Or the, the microwave, I probably cooked it too long and my house is steaming. Other than that, how are you? So, so wait. So, Gronk goes to the... Uh, the Bucks, and so that's yeah. huge breaking news. So you have to stay longer on the air. I'm just awaiting when Bob Quinn gets uh, O.J. Howard away from Tampa, and they uh, they they throw you back on the air. <laughs> well, listen, I I actually don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> no, uh, no. Patriots love their double tight end looks, twelve personnel, um, football term, and uh, that's not necessarily Bruce Arians' offense, but maybe maybe you keep that extra tight end there, and and maybe you know, Cameron breaks there as well. I don't know if they keep. Three, but if someone blows him away, I'm sure OJ Howard could be moved. But uh, you need more than just one, I think, especially considering Rob Gronkowski's injury history. I don't think he's played a full 16 in eight to 10 years. So I don't know. I, don't, I wouldn't be surprised if they kept OJ Howard. 
Tell me about you know you guys are on every day and we see on NFL uh, Total Access and all the all the shows the talk about you know where the draft is starting for many people is at three with Detroit. What, what do you get a sense? Do you think Bob Quinn and the Lions are going to do? Yeah, it does start at, at, at three. I, I know Ian had the story this morning. Ian Rappaport that maybe the Redskins would would listen at two if the phone would ring. There's a lot of that right now. The old hey, will you please call us and offer us something? I don't think the Redskins move out unless somebody gets so paranoid that they're going to miss out on their quarterback after Joe Burrow, whoever that quarterback is, that they're willing to to pay the farm, to sell the farm, to whatever bad analogy you want. But then the Redskins trade down and they don't get Chase Young. As for the Lions, and the same, the same would go for Dave Gettleman right behind him at four. And the same would actually go for David Caldwell at nine with the Jaguars. Those guys historically have never traded down. Doesn't happen. Like when I say never, I mean never collectively between the three of them. Now, Gettleman traded back up from the second into the bottom of the first last year with the Giants to take DeAndre Baker, the corner from Georgia. So they had three first-round picks. But those guys traditionally do not move out. So I'm sure the Lions would love to get some capital from whomever wants to move up to get a quarterback. You would have to think it's quarterback. But I don't know that anyone is really going to overspend. And the Lions have to ask as well, if they move down, who are they happy settling for if it goes to five or to six or to wherever? Um, And I think a lot depends as well as, as how badly the Dolphins or the Chargers want their guy, whomever their guy is, or if there's a third team in there that absolutely must have their quarterback. Because for trades up in the first round, it might be, maybe it'll be for an offensive tackle, but you'd have to assume that any big movement at the top five is for a quarterback. Andrew Siciliano with me from the NFL Network and DirecTV's NFL Red Zone. Andrew, you know this, and you talk to these insiders on, on your shows all day, and you know, have the Lions made a mistake in not maybe hyping up Tua or putting out little feelers to their media buddies about th- th- that they could go in that direction with Tua? Or or is this quarterback, I'm not going to say damaged goods, but is it just so unrealistic because of the love that the ownership and, and folks here in Detroit have for Stafford that, that that's not really the game of poker that I think fans want them to play? It's a hard game to play right now without. Let's say the Lions wanted to drum up interest and they wanted to start this a couple of months ago. You know, that would require going to Matthew Stafford, pulling him aside and saying, listen, whatever you hear in the next couple of months, do not believe any of it. It is all baloney. If they wanted to do that, I guess they could have. It's just hard to really make people believe if you wanted to throw it out there now that they would want a quarterback when you have Matthew Stafford, who is still pretty young what 31 whatever he's he's coming off an injury it's a back injury but it's hard to really make people believe you like the story that that joe judge and the giants are picking forth or we're talking to was talking to to justin herbert Uh, it's true he did talk to justin herbert but does that mean they're taking a quarterback at four i mean i'm sorry i'm gonna call baloney it just can't be true it's a bad lie so if, if you're going to sell it, you've really got to sell it. Ron Rivera threw out at the combine, we're going to talk to Tua, we're going to talk to Burrow. Okay, great. That's great. He also said, because we're doing our due diligence. And that was a lot more believable. And the Lions just haven't made the effort, I think, to throw people off. 
if they were to take Jeffrey Okuda at three, let's say Bob can't find the deal that he wants and he, he settles, I guess you could say, on Okuda, there's that talk that, oh, you can't take a corner that high. Before you came on today, I, I talked about Chris Sims's comments today. He's got Okuda as his third-best cornerback uh, in, in his rankings behind C.J. Henderson and A.J. Terrell. You know, can can you take a corner at three and and make people happy? And the, and can it be that of a high impact guy on a, on a three win team? Yeah, it depends how badly you like the corner. Um, okay, you don't like the corner? Go take Derek Brown. How about that? Take a defensive tackle. Right. Take a guy that moves the middle of that line and puts pressure up the middle of the quarterback. He's not exactly a sack machine. That's not his game. But. Would you rather have him or John Atkins? <laughs> well, you're you know? what are you on the you're 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 reading off the Our Lads depth chart right now. Look at you. Well, we have a we have an extensive NFL Network draft research <laughs> package. We have people working around the clock from at home here. Uh, Danny Shelton, I, you know, I love me some Danny Shelton, and there's certainly familiarity there with what Matt Patricia does. But Derek Brown's pretty good. Yeah, no, for sure. I just don't, you know, I think that the the fan base here is just so, you know, ready for some sort of splash and something big to happen. And certainly I think the best thing for the Lions fans would be, all right, they watch their general manager get creative, like you said, for once, and trade back and still get their guy and accumulate some picks to whereas, you know, a day two could be, you know, day one could be Okuda, and then you get like a Matabike or you get Jonathan, uh, Jonathan Taylor, you get, you know, and you get all these guys and... All of a sudden, it looks good because you've you've accumulated the picks. The issue is, like you said, the game of poker, and will the Chargers and Dolphins move up, and will the Lions still get the guys that they want? Look, I, I don't think you have to get ahead of the the Giants to get a quarterback. You, you, you don't. But somebody out there may badly want a quarterback and want to get ahead of both the Dolphins at five and the Chargers at six, and then they go to three to get the quarterback, and what do you give up? I don't know. How far back do the Lions want to go? Uh, it would be great to pick up another two. It would be great to really bamboozle somebody, pick up a future one. But at the same time, you had the owner say, these guys need to win now. So if you trade back, are you hurting your job prospects? The Lions are an interesting combination of we need to win now, yet there isn't really one player that would put them over the top to win now. No, that's why you would you would want to trade back and and like you said, a whole if they love Okuda, nobody knows, and they they're very close to the vest, you know, the Patriot way and everything else. Not that not that all these teams are telling you who they want, but if Okuda is their guy and you can get him at five instead of three, and like you said, maybe get eighteen or twenty six for Miami or thirty nine or whatever. Now, now we're talking. Um, we're talking to Andrew Siciliano from the NFL Network. As far as when you were down at the Senior Bowl, how big of an advantage is it now, especially with COVID here, that the Lions had their hands and paws on some of these players and these other teams haven't? Huge. Huge. I'll, I'll say two advantages here. Teams are at the Senior Bowl, ran the Senior Bowl. So the Lions and the, and the Bengals being those two teams. Teams that were uh, at the Senior Bowl and, and, and cranked out as many interviews as they can teams that had as many of their home visits as they could or you know in building visits before everyone got shut down and teams with continuity and yes the lions are a team with continuity at coach and general manager there are some teams that are not the redskins for example the browns new coach new gm the cowboys have the same 
um, player personnel structure with Will McClay in place, but they have a brand new head coach. So teams that have tried and true systems where everyone's worked together for multiple years in the past, those teams have an advantage. And the Lions certainly have an advantage because they saw 90 of these players, if not more, up close. And there were players there that didn't even really do much on the field, but still were there um, to do meetings and to do a physical. A guy like Javon Kidlaw, who, who, if they trade back, is very likely a guy that could be on their radar. Heck, there are some people that think Javon Kidlaw is worth the third overall pick. I think he's better value there, but there's a guy who could definitely play and a guy who was um, in Mobile at the Senior Bowl. What, what about running back in the, on day two? Give, give me some, you know, kind of we had Jim Nagy on yesterday, and I love Jim. He's, he's a great dude, and he just loves Williams Hilaire from LSU, and obviously there's Jonathan Taylor. Day two and maybe even day three for the Lions as, as just an insurance policy for the often injured on Johnson. Who do you like? Well, the LSU guy's my favorite back. I'm actually my favorite player in the draft, period. He's five foot seven, and you cannot tackle him. Wow. So... I mean, he is my absolute favorite player, period. You're not taking him at three, certainly. He, he is in all I, – I think it's almost a guarantee he's there at 35. I think there's a good chance he's there at 67 as well. You know, this is interesting. Last year, Matt, there was only Josh Jacobs in the first round yeah. for running backs. You, you could have a first round in which there's only one. You could have a first round this year where there's as many as three. Like, you could have Dobbins and Taylor – um, and DeAndre Swift, who most people think is the best. Or you could have none. Um, running back, and I've heard this so many times in the last few weeks, is now, and, and this is just the business we're now in, it's seen as a one-contract position. Christian McCaffrey just got his deal done. Um, Ezekiel Elliott held out for a while. He certainly had a good last year, but you know, there's a lot of long-term money there. The Todd Gurley deal didn't necessarily work. It worked for Todd Gurley. So... You have to ask, do you take a first-round running back anymore? I, I, I don't know. I, it, certainly the Lions aren't taking one at three. But I, I would use the same logic and say, do you even take one at 35? Look, there have been plenty of good running backs in the second round. Nick Chubb, you're the Browns fan, is certainly one that, that comes to mind. Uh, but if you have other needs, you know, maybe you just wait. Final thing for uh, Andrew, Andrew Siciliano. Give me, uh, I, don't, I don't know, what have you, you been doing besides working? I mean, what's, uh, what's going on out in L.A. Besides, at, at the Siciliano homestead? I've been working every day, and uh, joking aside, I cannot be more grateful, and I, I truly do mean this, to be healthy and to be working. And uh, everyone at our network has moved mountains to get us on the air every day. Um, we're all working from home. Our campus has been shut down. Our, our NFL network studios our facilities our control room everything have not been open since the 20th of march so two days after tom brady agreed to terms with the buccaneers um we actually shut down thursday night the 19th so i am just working around the clock and grateful for that and when i can i uh, put on a mask like i'm about to rob a bank and i go outside and i uh try to get a workout in run or bike or 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 whatever um the residential streets are pretty empty when it comes to cars so uh, it gives you a good place to run and to ride your bike uh, and hopefully uh, not get run over by a car because I don't want to go to a hospital very right, right now. But um, in all seriousness, grateful for health and grateful for work and, and happy 
Um, I know it's only football, but happy that we all have a draft to talk about because we talk about sports for a living. Um, there are no sports right now, period, other than Taiwanese baseball, and I'm becoming a big fan. So <laughs> hopefully the fans like this because um, we like it, and then after the draft, it's kind of sit back and, and see how this all plays out. No doubt, man. Well, keep up the great work. Love uh, visiting with Thanks, you as sir. always, and uh, stay healthy, buddy. Likewise, and same to the family, and uh, I'll close this by saying I just spilled lunch on my tie. It's uh, 3.08 where you are, a late lunch for uh, Andrew Siciliano. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. <laughs> there he is, Andrew Siciliano, NFL Network, DirecTV, NFL Red Zone. It's uh, Tuesday on Locked On Lions. We'll be back again tomorrow, a surprise guest tomorrow, and then draft show Thursday following the Lions pick, whenever that will be. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.